Well, welcome and Happy New Year. It is now currently 2019 and has been that way for a, oh, a good 24 hours plus. And I'm here with Eddie Hammond, and we are glad that uh, you have joined us. Well, let's just start off this new year with a great way to do it, and let's pray. Now, I usually start this off by praying um, over the podcast, but Eddie, could you start off today and pray over the podcast as well as our new year? Sure. Father, we love you, and we just thank you for opportunity to be able to share you with each other and, uh, and with folks we love. And try to glean some things, Lord, that will help, uh, help us coming into this new year. We live in uncertain times, but as we put our hand in yours, Lord, uh, you're certain, you're an absolute, and you're always there, and you're always solid, and you're yes. always a rock. May we buy into that, actually, Father, with every fiber of our being. We t- thank you for this time today, Lord, and ask you to bless it. And as we look forward to the new year, Lord, and all the great adventures and things that you have us uh, to go through together as brothers and sisters in you. I just ask these things in the name of Christ. Amen. Amen. Well, thank you. Well, last week's message, we kind of want to talk about that, and uh, it's it's great as we've reached this new year. Um, last week's message was how to have a happy new year, and you've highlighted some things on that last week. Um, great stuff. Uh, happy and new. Now, I was gone this last week. Uh, I was up in Elkhart, uh, Indiana, Elkhart, Mishawaka, South Bend area with my folks, and had a good time up there with them, but um, was able to listen online. And, and those that are listening and have not checked it out, you can go to www.crossroads98.com and you can go to slash uh, live. I think it's just L-I-V-E, uh, all lowercase, and um, you can check that out. You can actually go to that page and, and check out... Um, uh, last week messages, or even up to three months ago, and uh, you can check that out at the archives tab. So if you'd like to do that, but I was listening uh, to the message online and um, just really was blessed by what you had to say. And I know that as you talked this last weekend uh, to the folks at Crossroads, you mentioned uh, two keywords: happy and new. Um, a couple things that I, I jotted down, Eddie, uh, as I was listening was uh, the happy in our life uh, does not refer to the joy of our life. <laughs> the happiness uh, is different. And you mentioned some things like being blessed and how to get that. So kind of just recap that a little bit, if you would, uh, about that happy and what it compares to uh, as a Christian. Well, I, I found some things... Rousseau said the thirst after happiness is never extinguished in the heart of man, and uh, everybody wants to be happy. And mm-hmm. like you said, it's a there's a difference between happy and joy. We we uh, we we really I mean like go overboard sometimes for uh, to try to be happy actually. But when I I think about what true happiness is, it's it's when we our body, soul, and spirit is right with God. That. That's the only time that we'll find, I think, true happiness or mm. fulfillment in our lives. Uh, and, you know, and that's what I was talking about. And you know, I was, no pastor, not even the greatest, can make people happy. It's between yeah. you and God. Right. You know, I told that story about Camp Polo, about that lady. Met him at the door and said, Pastor, your grammar was atrocious in that prayer. He said, I wasn't talking to you. Yeah. <laughs> it was he's talking to God. And, you know, and that's the, that's the whole point. I think right. we... 
we want other people to make us happy where where God can do that, but we got to allow him to do it in our life. And then I said, you need, you know, you need more of a blueprint for happiness. You, you go to Matthew 5 and read the Beatitudes, something maybe we should read every day, actually. And uh, he says, you're blessed when you're at the end of your rope. With less of you, there is more of God in his rule. You're blessed when you feel like you've lost what is dear for you. And the things that he mentions here doesn't make sense to us, mm -hmm. really. But that's when you know you're blessed when you, when you read these Beatitudes and they become part of your life, actually. Right. You know, each beatitude tells us how to be blessed by God. And blessed means more than happiness. It implies the fortunate or enviable state of those who are in God's kingdom. They don't promise laughter, pleasure, or earthly prosperity. Being blessed by God means the experience, the experience, hope, and joy are, are independent of outward circumstances. Mm -hmm. To find hope and joy, the deepest form of happiness us uh, follow Jesus no matter what the cost. Right. You know, that's the point. Well, and you, you mentioned uh, how people seek for that happiness in their lives and many times um, find it in the wrong uh, decisions that they make or uh, consequences um, result in realizing, well, I just put most of my eggs in that basket. For instance, the grass is always greener mm -hmm. on the other side. Uh, oh, if I just had that job. If I just had that family, or right. if I had that sp that kind of a spouse, or if I had, I mean, it's always um, uh, finding its way into not fulfilling well, that and, total uh, and, reservoir where and where that God comes is. from the enemy. That comes from the dark side. Amen. That's right. He doesn't want us to be at peace. He doesn't want us. He wants us to be in turmoil constantly, and that's what he does. And I I think. You know, as we, we uh, Socrates said, the greatest six questions in life are what, who, why, where, when, and how. As we look into two, two, nine, 2019, we don't know these questions, and it, it's unknown. Now, unknown to me is not a negative word, but to some it is, because here's where the old carnal nature and Satan really kicks in, because they come up, he comes up with negative thoughts. Oh, you know what? Just like you mentioned, you know, we. Threat of war, terrorism, accidents, death, cancer, sickness, disaster, calamity, chaos. All these are negative thoughts mm -hmm. in our mind. Yeah, they could happen, but some people take them to the extent that they're almost ready for them to happen, and they never happen in their life. Right. You know? Well, and we have to curb what we allow into uh, through our senses. Uh, all of our, our senses coming in, whether we're, uh, that we're watching it on the news or hearing it on the radio, uh, if we do that and pour in so much and don't spend time in the Word and remember His promises, then we're getting uh, too much um, uh, overbearing uh, news or things that we shouldn't be listening to. Um, I know we, we, ment we mentor someone that we mention this to, uh, both of us, I mention, uh, mentor this individual, and uh, we mention uh, to them um, the fact of don't overburden yourself mm -hmm. with the areas in which you don't need to be listening right. so closely to the exactly ground right. for. Um, and so uh, as we put that hope in Christ, as we put our faith in the things that we know He's the one that holds the future. Now that leads us directly into that next sec section where it says the new. God holds the new, 
whether you've decided or not, you know, you, you've decided to do something new, to renew something, or it's the new year, the unknown mm-hmm. of the new year, the best way we can partake into that new is to let him lead the way. Absolutely. You know, when we go back and we look, you mentioned something in your message. You say, you know, you kind of like the old, the the old year, the past year, because you kind of know you can go back and it's comfortable. Re, yeah, you review it. Yeah. I know everything about 2018, the good and the bad and the ugly yeah, and all that right. in between stuff. Uh, but the new is the the unforeseen is it gets people um, jittery at times. It gets. Can I meet this New Year's resolution goal that I've set out yeah. for me? Can I, can I drop the pounds? Can I change my attitude? Can I uh, treat my wife better? Can I? I mean, the list goes on and on. Whatever you've chosen, but if you let God lead the new, He's going to be able to bless you that well, way. Well, and by, that I mean, putting your obedience. A great, uh, a great New Year's resolution. If you lived it, would be Philippians four, oh, six and seven. It, it, don't worry about anything. Instead, pray about everything. Tell God what you need and thank Him for all He's done. If you do this, you will experience God's peace, which is far more wonderful than the human mind can understand. His peace will guard your hearts and minds as you live in Christ Jesus. That's an that, awesome that's, scripture. That's a resolution right there. I mean, and I remember worry about it. Pray just, about it. Exactly. Everything. And you and know? you said that in in your message. You said this is an absolute. The everything, and then it's the that if. <laughs> it's up to us. Yeah, it's that choice of saying, if you do this. Yeah, it's a big word. It's only two letters, but it's huge. It's great, but it's great. It's, and you know, one of the areas, and I wanted to bring this up. I wrote it down um, as I was listening. One of the areas that we find ourselves having such a tough time in this new part, in completing it with. Whether it's a resolution, whether it's a new frame of mind, whether it's a new outlook, whatever the case may be, is forgiveness. Whether we need to receive forgiveness from God, which we need to do that in the first place, and for then forgive ourselves. Talk about a duty. Uh, talk about a chore that is tough sometimes is to forgive ourselves. But to start with God. Mm-hmm. Father, please forgive me for the way that I've acted. Please forgive me. And then... Seek to forgive yourself, but through that process, to go and seek forgiveness. Um, I know that um, in in different parts of our relationships with different people, with seeking that forgiveness and going forward, uh, dropping your pride, uh, laying it down to the side, and saying it's not my will, in a sense of not my pride. Not it's not going to get in the way. I'm going to allow the Father to lead me in this area so that I can be restored in this relationship or I can be renewed as I go forward. So forgiveness is a huge area really in a is. lot of ways. Well, I tell you, the uh, very thing as we, as we look at that uh, whole newness of 2019 and uh, these areas, I really hope that people are listening uh, to those words about this because God intends for us to have a great relationship with him from that relationship going in and spilling into other mm-hmm. lives that we're um, you know in our circles of influence well and that's the that's the whole the whole concept behind looking forward to the new is the new uh, adventures that God will call us into and just like you said we're opening up windows of opportunity and divine appointments for us to set up if we are 
uh, in tune and astute to the Holy Spirit, I think he does it every day if we're aware of it. But a lot of times we're too busy and we blunder through it. Right. We we got too much to do or whatever. Uh, right. Yeah, it's a, following Christ is the most exciting thing that we'll ever do because you never know where he's going to ask you to go or what he's going to ask you to do. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I speak to Jude. Jude is my nine-year-old uh, boy, and I speak to Jude on the way to um, his elementary school every day. And we we have a, a time, a small little time of, of um, talking to where we can kind of add emphasis to the day. And then we always ended up with prayer as he gets ready to get dropped off. And one of the things that I... And I want to highlight, the reason why I'm bringing it up, I want to highlight, is that I remind him that it is an adventure. That the Holy Spirit is at work in his life. He's accepted Jesus Christ. He knows mm-hmm. Jesus. He knows, uh, he's learning, and he's on the journey towards it, you know, with working out his salvation and, and doing these things. And so as I have a chance as a father to instill into him uh, some, some earthly wisdom, along with what God shared with me, if I can remind him that this is an adventure, sometimes those gloomy days of like, oh no, not another day at school, turns into, I wonder what God has in store. Yeah. And I remind him that sometimes it's somebody that's in need. So to serve today, to look to help the teacher even when they need mm-hmm. a little extra hand. Um, it's different than being the teacher's pet. It's different right. than brown nosing. It's saying, look, if that opportunity arises, I'm, I'm nudged to do something. So you take that from a nine-year-old's perspective in third grade and you, you work it over to our work-a-day lives. Asking the Father, asking the Holy Spirit to lead us through this adventure of this day uh, is, is a great way. You know, Stephen Curtis Chapman had that song, This is the Greatest Adventure. Yeah. You know, we're, we're going into the, the, the vast unknown, and yet we know who he, who's at the helm, who's at the lead. Yeah. That's exactly. a great thing. It's wonderful. Anything else you want to share about that? No, I guess not. That pretty much probably covers it. I think so. Uh, it's the whole thing about putting your hand in God's and just letting Him lead you. That's yep. the issue. Yeah. Well, would you like to pray over that uh, over that message once again as we've kind of wrap that up? Lord, again, I thank you for your Word and how it speaks to our hearts if we allow it to. So I just pray, God, that uh, this coming year that we follow our own advice that. Hmm. Especially uh, your word, as you as you said there, um, as Paul's words about pray about everything. Don't worry about anything. Give it to you. And uh, yes. I know that would really calm a lot of hearts uh, and really ease some uh, suffering in people's lives if we could just get to the point where we do that, Lord, and have that great faith that we need in you, that you're our Father and you love us more than anything and you're going to take care of us in your way. And we... We need to accept that, Lord. Sometimes we're unruly children, but nonetheless, that's that's my prayer. So as we go into this new year, Lord, may we just put our hand in yours and just follow you and uh, just um, allow you to love us. We yes. ask these things in your name of Christ. Amen. Amen. Thank you. Well, this next weekend is uh, coming up here in a few days, and you've got another message for us that God's placed on your heart. What is that? Um, to be or not to be, that's the question. And it is. The question, we're, we're, we're back in Corinthians now. Uh, God drug me back there kicking and screaming. Actually. But this, is, uh, this is an interesting passage of Scripture, 1 Corinthians 7, 1 through 7. Here's the question. He's, now, about the question you asked, Paul says in your letter, yes, it is good to live a celibate life, but because there's so much sexual immorality, each man should have his own wife and each woman should have her own husband. 
And what's interesting in that, he poses that question, but I think you can almost hear the hesitation in his voice that celibacy is, not, is a gift and it's not for very many people. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> but I'm going to get in bad with a lot of women this week because I'm just doing what the scripture says. Verse 3 says, The husband should not deprive his wife of sexual intimacy, which is her right as a married woman, nor should the wife deprive her husband. <laughs> and then Paul, it's not funny, but it, people will sure. see, see that a little amusing because Paul gets into this and said the only... Yeah way that you should deprive yourself of having sexual intimacy with your spouse is if you're praying. So this will probably encourage a lot of prayer in women's lives, (laughs) what I figure. When we headaches, are we praying? (laughs) We'll see what happens. But that's what he, Paul, he's explicit about that. That's exactly, says, verse 5 says, do not deprive each other of sexual relations. The only exception to this rule would be the agreement of both husband and wife to refrain from sexual intimacy for a limited time so they can give themselves more completely to prayer. So basically it was, no, no, not tonight, honey. No, that, I've got to pray. That's not going to cut it, according to Paul. <laughs> oh, with the headache, not tonight. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I've got, right. a, I've got a headache. No, that won't cut it right, but but maybe try. Uh, but he finishes no. that verse. Afterward, after prayer, they should come together again so that Satan won't be able to tempt them because of their lack of self-control. Right. And I, and I don't mean it to, to be amusing or whatever. It's no, just we, we like to laugh about different things. But uh, one of the guys in the church brought that up to me. He said, sometimes women, uh, no offense, but will use that to control. Uh, and vice versa, maybe mm-hmm. in a marriage. But mm-hmm. Paul is saying that that that's shouldn't be so. Right. And I think there's been a lot of uh, infidelity in marriages because one party has withheld their love and intimacy from each other. Mm-hmm. Not that that's an excuse, but I think that's happened way too many times and it's overlooked. Right. And you know, as, as Paul uh, speaks later, he talks about the very fact in the love chapter about how we are to give ourselves as, let's just talk about the guys for a second, about how we are to give ourselves to our, our wives uh, as Jesus Christ did the, to, to the church. Exactly. So it's never... It's never one lording something over the other. It's one saying, this is a collaborative effort to live a life of beauty. The thing, the union that is stated so that the... Uh, somebody down, you know, uh, a thought uh, of something um, far off, uh, another woman, another man, doesn't come trickling in because the fullness of the marriage... And uh, in all different realms, communication, um, uh, the uh, the realms of of, uh, of this um, uh, sexual union as well. Yeah. So, um, wow, that's great. So we're looking forward to a good message this coming weekend. I appreciate that and being obedient to the Father yeah. uh, for sure. Well, Crossroads is. Um, turning 21 <laughs> in yeah. 2019 yeah. Yeah. we just turned 20 yeah. uh, this last year and how exciting that was uh, with a lot of celebration a lot of uh, remembering we've got a lot of great things ahead of us we've only just begun as the old song used to sing and yeah. married uh, weddings uh, time back uh, in the 70s but um, crossroads is worth investing in and I tell you, we're investing into it as a staff. We spend time daily. We spend time uh, individually in prayer. We spend time um, together uh, collectively. Um, 
thinking about and praying about where the Lord is leading us. Um, I guess I'd like to go ahead and have one more word of prayer. I'll go ahead and do this one and pray over Crossroads for 2019. And um, just ask the Father to uh, place His hand upon us. Mm -hmm. Heavenly Father, I thank You so much once again for this podcast. I thank You so much for the love that You've shared with us and that You've lavished upon us. We don't deserve the love or the grace that You give to us, especially the fact that it is unconditional love. The fact that we have that in our lives is absolutely, positively amazing. Thank you for Jesus Christ, and thank you for the Holy Spirit as he leads and guides us. So, Father, as we look into 2019 and all that you have in store, the unknown, we put our faith in you. Hands that are bigger than ours. Wisdom that is much greater than ours. But, Lord, we will pursue your love, your heart, your passion, and we want to do what you would have us do. I pray that you would set us on the right path as we look forward to this great year out ahead. You are the one that we're after. Crossroads is a vehicle. It's a community in which we can lead others to you. So, Father, I pray that our discipleship of one another will be intact and in place. And as we go forward to thinking about how to affect our community in a very positive way, we always seek you first. So, Father, I pray that you bless Crossroads as we go into 2019 and just uh, lead the way. Thank you, Father, for hearing our prayer. It's in Jesus' name I pray. Amen. 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 Thanks, Steve. Well, you're welcome. Well, God is good, and it is exciting to uh, be in this place with him and with you. And um, uh, I'm excited about the future for sure. Well, that wraps up our time here this this day. And... um, I've really enjoyed our podcast and getting used to this microphone between us and uh, and uh, spending a little time to extra together. So, um, well, for now, sayonara, yeah. and uh, we'll see you next week. God bless you. All right. Bye-bye. Well, thank you for joining us on this podcast on this first Wednesday after the beginning of the new year. We hope you've enjoyed it. We hope that you continue to spend time uh, each midweek to listen about reminding you of the last week's message and the weeks to come. So we hope that uh, each and every time uh, you glean some extra wisdom uh, from what we say. And um, may it be that it is God's wisdom, not ours, not man's. But uh, we, again, are thankful for uh, tuning in. So, until next week, the second Wednesday of the year, (laughs) this is Steve Hollis. I'll talk to you later. Bye-bye.